I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time NFL Podcast for Round 17, 2023. We are coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios and Rod Carter Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is Matt. Hey, mate. How are you? Yeah, you look a bit a bit down in the dumps, Adam Rosenbach. What's wrong, mate? What's yeah, wrong? sorry. I know we had a different intro plan, but it just kind of, um, I don't know, just, just sometimes just things just rock you. You know, they rock your yep. world. They rattle you, Michael. Yep. And I never thought you'd see the day. And... You know, you just when you think of the great duos in history, mm-hmm. you never thought they'd split up. Like you know, like Hall and Oates, you just wouldn't imagine them ever doing anything separately. Mario and Luigi, you just can't imagine them <laughs> ever being separated. You know, chips without chicken salt. You know what I'm uh-huh, saying, uh-huh, right? There's uh-huh. two things yeah. that in your head they yeah. go together, and we find out yesterday with an article in the Daily Mail that Ricky Nixon went ahead and had his 60th birthday without Warwick Kappa. They were going to have a joint one, and they, the, the threat was there earlier. You know you know when you just don't want to believe something, Michael? Yeah, sure. I mean, the AFL says don't believe in never, but it never happened on the weekend. It happened. We need to go to the AFL and say it fucking <laughs> happened. Can never we, can occurred. We, can we take the AFL to court for this? So Ricky Nixon went ahead, and they had the same venue. That's what I can't believe. They yep. both they were going to have it at the Pier Hotel in Port Melbourne. Mm-hmm. We knew all about it because the Wiz, the Wiz came out and did an article in the Herald Sun and provided his own photos. One of which was him with his top up showing off his abs, showing his weird <laughs> abs that he provided to the Herald Sun. And then you just go. There was a talk. Ricky said the Wiz was making it all about himself and. Yeah. You just at, th- at that moment, you first thing you go, have you fucking never met one? <laughs> <laughs> but you just don't believe. You just don't believe that something like that yeah. can happen. No, you know, you're right. You're right. And 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 I, I take it you weren't there. Like, well, I no, I, I'm I'm stealing myself for the whizzes, and I, th- you yeah. know, I just didn't have enough in me to go and also my deal is out of town so i couldn't cover both weekends sure sure obviously you got to stock up it's a big fortnight for you yeah 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 it's huge it's going to be huge um and so just the fact that it's been broken up michael and Uh i wanted to just share and imagine the speeches at if they had a joint 60th oh the stories that would have never been allowed to be published would be sure for sure i mean imagine the 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 crushed up anti-inflammatories that have been at that party i mean that joint would have that uh the disabled toilets at the pier hotel uh-huh. on that weekend sure they would have needed a new door it would have been the hinges would have been working overtime let and me tell you that and think of the lack of tipping and the bar tab that would mm. have not been paid because the credit card bounced <laughs> 
Okay. So it's just it's just disappointing. It's disappointing it's gone ahead. I'm happy I'm happy for Ricky. I'm happy he got his away. And I reckon if I know the Wiz, he would have looked at that and gone, I've seen what Ricky's done and mm. I've learned from all the mistakes that maybe Ricky may have had with his one and I will go harder than anything Ricky has done. So you know the Wiz is gonna be uh, it's gonna be great. And what I really like is, you know, the, the Wiz came out and said it was going to be at the Pier Hotel in Port Melbourne sometime in July. We already know that's two weekends that have been taken out. taken out. So we know it has to be either next weekend oh, or the following one. So the we're, we're on to this. Yeah, yeah. So get there, junk timers. And so, okay, so the Daily Mail had an article yesterday and it absolutely captured my imagination. Mm. And if this is just a little... A moose bouche for what Rory Capper's birthday will party yeah. party will be like. Then, then we are in for a treat and just a little tasting plate. Of yeah, what's to uh, come. essentially, yeah. Like this, is the um, the the palate cleanser before. Yeah, it is. Wins. It really is. And by the way, good luck trying to buy leopard skin pants in Melbourne <laughs> <laughs> in the next two weeks. You go. What do you mean? There's a shortage. <laughs> How many leopards have to die so oh. I can go to this party? So headline for the Daily Mail, AFL super agent Ricky Nixon, okay, uh, mm. has not been an agent for <laughs> quite a while now. Yes. And yes. bearing the lead, um, is joined by his fiancée and close mate Sam Newman at Wild 60th birthday bash with a gaggle of scantily clad mm. young ladies after feud about Warrakappa over a rival party. You know what? I reckon Ricky, and Ricky would have appreciated this as article was written about him, and for the first time in probably a good 15, 20 years, that in a uh, headline about Ricky Nixon, the word disgraced hasn't been thrown yep, in. Yeah, sure. Or, um, um, yeah, troubled. Or, yep. uh, uh, former. Yep. Or, um, uh, COVID shot <laughs> provider. <laughs> so, Ricky Nixon is running his 60th birthday with a, uh, birthday with a huge birthday bash. Uh, the one-time AFL super agent, uh, here we go, whose career was upended by scandals. It was upended. It was upended. Almost as upended as the Porsche nearly was when he ran into the back of that tram. <laughs> but here's a word you don't hear often in journalism. Mm. Uh, the man who once managed the game's biggest names could not wipe the smile off his face as he posed alongside guests at the shindig. You don't often hear that in a sophist- uh, sophisticated company. No, but I guess that's the kind of guy that he is, and he would have a shindig, and I like that about him. You know, I love a shindig. Who doesn't love a shindig? I think extravaganza is a bit too. It's not my kind of thing. I'm a shindig man. Um, so some of the photos were quite remarkable, but also the captions for the photos were quite remarkable. Yeah, okay. that's what seemed to take you. Are you were very excited by this article? Firstly, if you are a Daily Mail um, photographer, firstly. You're pretty fucking low. But secondly, are you happy or are you upset to get the nod for this? They go, mate, get down to the Pier Hotel. Yeah, and they'll be like, point. oh, is it the Wizard 60? They're like, no, it's the Ricky Nixon bash. And you're like, yep. sorry, the Ricky Nixon shindig. And you're like, I oh, fucking, I don't want to. I, I went through three years of art school. I don't want to be photographing shindigs. Yeah, for sure. Usually it's like trying to get photos of Pert Derriere's on yachts in yes. Spain. Or, yep. you know, Chris Hemsworth in Byron or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Or someone without their makeup having a dart out the back of the fucking food truck. Yeah, sure, sure. On set. Um, so Sam Newman rocks up uh, at the party. Sam Newman, who took along a female pal, Sue Stanley. Both yes. pictured. So Sam's wearing yeah. the shorts, traditional shorts. He wears shorts all the time. 
Yeah, so what is it about Sam Newman that he just fucking can't wear a pant? Like, he's at a, sh- he's at a shindig. A shindig requires a pant, and I believe. he's at the most high class of shindigs going around. I yeah. think we can agree. Oh, I just would have thought, like, maybe he got his boat across and as a... As a, uh, a mariner, he knows that you've got to have shorts on when you're in uh-huh. control of your boat. Um, and then there was another one. Uh, oh, another wonderful guest. Wayne Carey showed up. And again, the duck was not overly dressed. I guess everyone knew that it was kind of a casual shindig. Maybe the Warwick Kappa one is the one they're preparing for, but the duck just had jeans and, you know, kind of nice sneakers on and a, a little bit of a, a jacket over his jumper. But he wasn't, he wasn't dressed to the nines or anything. No one is kicking on to the casino after this. Well, we can look at the guest list quickly for the Warwick Cap one coming up. Wayne Carey will be that as well. Oh, Sam Newman as well and Billy Brownless mm. having a mm. few probably probably having a few frothies, wouldn't he? Yeah, uh, maybe have to. And also in attendance will be underworld figure Mick Gatto. Mm. Uh, who Kappa said is security to make sure Ricky Nixon doesn't get in. This feud is running deep. I mean, if you're getting Mick Gatto involved, <laughs> I don't think he'd uh, he'd want to turn up. Where does where does Warwick Kappa live in Melbourne? Because we all know that uh, Ricky Nixon lives in Port Melbourne. But I thought I thought the Wiz was on the Gold Coast. No, no, Wiz is in Bourne. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, I won't tell you what he added to that when he um, did an interview on um, uh, I think a Channel Thirty One show, and um, he said he's in Bourne, and we'll move on from what he added to that. Uh, another photo: uh, a glamorous blonde bombshell. Uh, Dared to bear in a racy dress with a dangerously high split. Mm. And there's the lady there with her kind of head turned to the side, kind of, actually, yeah, she must be a bit cold. But um, I don't know. I'm sure she's a lovely lady and I wish her all the best. And But also, too, you know what would happen? Like, say you're rocking up to uh, a, a friend's 60th, so they're all friends of his, and then you're yeah. getting there and then there's this flash photographer out of nowhere just as you turn the corner and you're like, oh, Fucking hell, I wasn't prepared for this. Like, I was looking good, but I wasn't looking this good. Yeah, sure, sure. Well, the, the caption editor on these photos, you know, worked overtime. A uh, photo of two more women, and it said, Two more stylish broads teetered on high heels as they marched down the sidewalk. Now, you don't often hear the word broad anymore, do you? I miss that I, word. <laughs> I, I mean, that's kind of like a very American kind of phrase. Mm-hmm. It's not a phrase that you would use confidently in front of any woman no, that I no. have ever met. Um, but at least it's just, fuck, to pull broads out of, out it's, of nowhere. It's like, like broad, it's like check out these broads. Yeah, it's like they've typed um, woman into um, rhymezone.com. Yeah. And they've come back with uh, chick lady. <laughs> Broad. <laughs> Broads. But you know what I love too is the fact that, because broads, I wouldn't say like, it's usually, a, I would say in, this, in, the, in the way that I've heard it in movies and stuff, it's fairly derogatory. Who are these broads? Who invited these broads? Whatever. Yeah, yeah. But they've, they've done a kind of negging thing here. They've gone, two more stylish broads. So you kind of go, uh, okay. Or like, check out this toots. She's hot. <laughs> well, that's the magic of the Daily Mail, mate. Well, that is true. Finish off a fabulous blonde in a pretty pink summer dress. Ignored the winter chill. They've actually, I must say, to their credit, whoever that person is who wrote this stuff, yep. they've actually brought a lot of colour and movement to what are essentially people rocking up to a party on a cold Melbourne Saturday night just in, you know, going out gear. They've actually kind of painted a, a bit, well, maybe they've paid tribute to the, to the, the chicken train by making it as... 
controversial as possible. Well, they're not even controversial, as tacky as possible, and he would yeah. appreciate that. He'd be like, yeah, I invited uh, many broads to, to my party, and I appreciate that they called them that. Uh, yeah, no, it's a colourful event, and uh, seeing we've spent 10 minutes talking about it, you can obviously <laughs> tell that Adam and I are very jealous that we didn't get invited. <laughs> but don't forget, the Wizards is happening soon, so <laughs> oh, I mean, dude. that is definitely going to be on Daily Mail, and the Herald Sun will surely do something with the Wiz. Absolutely, for sure. And any if anyone out there, that our email is junktimeoffpod at gmail.com, like, feel free to... Give us a rundown. If you go to the Wizards party, let us oh, know what. That would be, that yeah, would be phenomenal. The but, uh, I mean, I suppose the bigger question out of this, Michael, is: is this, um, is this pairing? Is their relationship? Can it be repaired? Like, just the the two of the greatest people in AFL footy have had a bit of a falling out over their sixtieth, but can they move beyond it in the next couple of years, or is it just going to go the way of? You know, their great tour with Mark Jacko Jackson and now they're not even friends, you know. It's just some of these great, tremendous men and their friendships. You know, you don't throw away friendships at this age easily. Yeah, sure, sure. Can they repair them? Um, I kind of wonder about that. Like, you know, do we ever want to see Chicken Train and the Weirs back on stage at a pub in Mount Gambia? I mean, it'd be a shame to deprive the people of that kind of well yeah i'll tell you where it would be a great place for the reunion the junk time afl podcast (laughs) live show imagine we get them we brought out out those two for you oh god and our live show adam we've got a live show coming up on september 3 4 p.m at morris house formerly the european beer cafe you're gonna be a fucking icky good Uh, we're going to have a live show. They're always a classic. And um, I guess, oh, mate, we are, we are cooking up some guests, aren't we? We're cooking up some magic, aren't we? No, no. As we always do at this time, you know, we've got fucking irons in fires and yep. fingers in pies. Yep. And we are working away. We, yeah, yeah. We've, got, we've got pills in pill presses. Mm-hmm. Things are going to come out, junk timers. Have yep. faith. Uh, tickets are available at trybooking.com. And we guarantee it's going to be a cracking show. So ha- have a little faith in the boys. Yeah, no, they're always a great show. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Uh, can we talk the ladder for a little bit? Yeah, I don't think we've done it for a while, and I'm just—it's uh, starting to really take shape as to who's going to. Well, yeah, it's starting to really take shape, isn't it? I'm excited. Well, you use the word shape. Actually, looking at it, you kind of go, "Geez, Melbourne and um, Saints the other night—that was an eight shaper or a top four shaper." Yeah. Um. So we got the Pines and Port clear on uh, fifty-six, two games ahead of. Um, Bears and Melbourne, but um, it's the it's the pies to lose, isn't it? Would you say that right now that they I can't feel like right now? Yeah, yeah. Um, I when was the last time? Okay, have a think about this. When was the last time that you went at this point in the season, or even maybe a couple of rounds earlier, when you went the team that is on top and that is playing really well is the team that is most likely going to win it? Because well, I, I think it's been a few years. Well, I think last year, like, wasn't Melbourne like you know twelve and zip? No, they went 10 and zip and then kind of fell apart. Yeah, yeah. sure, sure, yeah. No, I feel like it's pies at the minute. Mm. But I I feel Port and Lions are a challenger. I don't quite have faith in Melbourne. And then I reckon the other bottom half, the half of the eight, um, are kind of making up the numbers. But Yeah, so, so we'll get to Essendon in a second. Melbourne, what do you reckon is going on with Clayton Oliver? Now, he was filmed the other day uh, having an argument with one of the uh, like yeah. uh, head trainers down there. And yeah. what do you think that that... What, What's your take on that? 
I think he was going, can I play? And they go, no, you're clearly injured and you've been injured for quite a while and therefore you can't play because we're paying you $800,000 a year yep. <laughs> and we yep. don't want you to yank your hammy off your tendon. I just think that uh, they have too much power. I think if Clayton Oliver wants to play and then he doesn't play again for the rest of the year, you know what would be great is if they're not allowed to have fitness people down at the clubs. So you just go... You think you're fit, you go out and you be as fit as you want, right? Yeah. And yeah. so if a, if a club comes back and they've all been on like fucking in Bali and just enjoying themselves, it's, you don't even know if their skin folds are up because they haven't been measured, right? Well, it's not yeah, it's until like, Geelong players put on the hoops and you're like, they have stacked it on over summer. It's like uh, friends like who over the past have been like, you know, going overseas and stuff and they're like, oh, mm. I better take a COVID test before I get in the plane. And then they go, well, that would ruin my holiday. So I'm not doing a test. Yeah. So why bother testing? Or how about, all right, you ban any kind of uh, pre-season, right? Mm-hmm. So whatever the players get up to, right, they're not allowed to do anything until round one. They hit the ground and say so your fitness yeah. only develops over the season. So you come out, you're blowing a gale at fucking 10-minute mark of the first quarter. <laughs> it's a seriously, it's a war of attrition. This guy's vomiting. This guy's just bent over. You know, <laughs> Big Mummy wouldn't have made the season. You get through it. And oh, I just think it'd be a more fun watch. I'm actually curious about, because by the fact it's a uh, hammy, like you can't jab that up as such. Like you need to you need to take care of that. Like it's actually probably, I actually would imagine it's the most important muscle if you're going to run anywhere. You can jab yes. it up maybe for like a grand final. but Yeah, yeah. but uh, didn't Paul Chapman play out the second part of the 2009 grand final with a, with a cooked hammy? Uh, maybe, yeah. I mean, I imagine like... Um, like a calf, like we saw Nathan Lyon run out, the, you know, with the cricket. I imagine yeah. you can jab a calf. But if, okay. you're, if you're All looking right. long-term and you've got to still play until the end of September, you can't be too ludicrous with it. Okay. Well, let's go the other way and say that there are no more injuries in the AFL because you are allowed to jab the fuck out of people. Okay. So they come out, like, on huge amounts of ketamine yep. right? like what a horse would take yep. and they're out there running around and people are like his ankle is just fucking dangling and they're like mate he, he can't feel it let's just keep going he can't even kick with it because his foot is just hanging there okay that could be part of the pre-game entertainment so we, we get to finals time we, we don't believe in never and then part of the entertainment team runs out and then mm. it's almost like the, the players that need a jab get presented in front of the crowd maybe we can even build a podium for them and mm. then the trainers come out they get the needle and like it's almost like competitive, kind of like you know, yeah, we've got seven people getting jabbed. You got five yeah. people. Yeah, you're shit. Yeah, we got more jabbed. You know, we, we're gonna win. Who cares if like your knee is slipping out because you've done an ACL? If you feel no pain, like we've all been at that point when you're so drunk that nothing hurts anymore. You feel no pain. <laughs> you have no emotion. It's just a good place to be in life. For sure, man. Like I mean, when you when you punch that police horse, mm. if you feel. You know, like the strongest man in the world. Well, and also the horse doesn't feel it because he's high on ketamine as well. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so every, so everyone's winning. So what I'm saying is if you're going to punch a horse, it's fine junk time. It's just go for it. I mean, he's been at the station. He's been in the the, uh, the s- supply room where they keep... <laughs> <laughs> Check out like those going, nostrils. Hang on, I, th- I thought we, con- I thought we con- con- confiscated 24 <laughs> kilos. But I see a little team, Adam. I see a little team at 11th spot on the ladder. 
Look, you can't say little. You can't like when a team's had three big wins like uh-huh. we have had. Yep. Firstly, we beat Freo, right? We got Freo out of the way on the weekend. We beat we beat a tanking Hawthorne, which not everyone is able to do. And to roll the Gold Coast at the MCG mm-hmm. is one of the hardest tasks in football. And the Blues did it. And I just think we're we're a real shoe in for tenth. I'm telling you, we are coming. They do. They do say if you have to win the premiership, you have to go through Gold Coast at the MCG. <laughs> exactly. It's the toughest but thing. But you are but 11th and you're a game off off uh, 8th spot. A game and a lot of percentage. Obviously, a lot of Geelong, percentage. Geelong look like they've played West Coast about four times. But do you dare to dream that you might be able to make the 8? And can we possibly picture a scenario where you maybe need to make the 8 I just need to draw, and you possibly lose by one point in the final game of the year. Can oh, we so draw? That, kind of, that kind of scenario would never happen. The gods <laughs> would never do that to us. The anyone. footy gods? Yeah. But can you make the eight? You're looking like you're right there. Like, should we go through your draw? Uh, so, we, no, we don't need to go through our draw. But I just think that uh, it, we've got Port Adelaide this week. So, if Carlton beat Port Adelaide in Melbourne at Marvel Stadium, Saturday afternoon, twilight game, I am a big uh, big chance of going. If we win that one, then we can dare to have a little bit of a dream. But I'll tell you yeah. what, and this is a team that we haven't given a huge shout-out to on the last 10 years of this podcast, but Essendon's win on the weekend, fucking hell, they were flying. Yeah. And it must be good to be a Bomber supporter right now, as sickening as that is to you and I. Yeah, for sure, for sure. You feel like I, f- I feel like the team's in the eight right now. I feel like they're entrenched in the eight. I'm not really sure why I'm saying that, but like, I just feel like... Nah, you've the- lost your fucking mind, mate. St Kilda, they're fucking falling apart. Do they're only lucky that they've got... Yeah, well, they beat West Coast last week, only just. They lost to Melbourne. They lost Max King. Uh, I think it's all over for Ross the Boss. I'd be looking at a new coach if I was St Kilda. Okay, change at the top. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Well, yeah, I mean, Ross has had his chance, his second chance. He hasn't had anything with this side. He couldn't do anything in the last batch. I just don't think he's a very good coach. Well, I reckon the the eight that are in the eight now are, are kind of have been the top eight for the year, and it would be other teams that will have to pinch a spot. What you do know? you reckon it is about the Adelaide Crows, right? So they can win at home. So they walk out, and you know, uh, Matthew Nick said a couple of weeks ago that you know when they play away, that maybe they're just preparation is a little bit different. Like they're always at the buffet. You know, you don't have a buffet when you're well, I, uh, I when you're at home. I can see the problem there. They're at the fucking buffet all the time. Well, that's a good point. But they don't look they don't look oversized. But maybe they are just a little bit heavier after you know six croissants on well, game day. I kind of feel like if you're if you're a team that has to travel like that each week, like wouldn't you be better at it? Like is that a bit more of an indictment on them by the fact they're going? Oh, we didn't know we had to catch a plane this week. It's like, mate, you've been doing it since 1991. Like, yeah, you're a disgrace. And also, why do you have a fucking buffet? Like, you got the buffet, you got the eggs, you got the bacon, you got the pancakes. Like, give them the little, the little thing that we'd get on school holidays when you go away. The little miniature, you know, um, you know, cocoa pops, the little rice bubbles. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> little right, cornflakes. Yeah. When you're on school holidays, yeah, <laughs> the school camp. Um, I went to um Giant Stadium on Saturday night. It was fun, really fun. Oh, okay. So you went and watched. That was a that was not a bad game, was it? The yeah, like we kind of GWS. stayed in there. We kind of couldn't get in the end, but um, a little nod to Giant Stadium. It actually, that was actually probably half full. Like for two teams that aren't 
completely flying. Was the top deck on the opposite side to the broadcast side, was that open? I don't reckon I've ever seen that open. Uh, I think uh, opposite opposite side to – so what, what the cameras are pointed at? Yes, yes. Yeah, I don't think it was, no. Yeah, okay. Uh, but it was like probably half full. I can't tell you actual figures, but um, there was a good vibe there. Um, probably too much vibe, actually. Um, a lot of fucking like <laughs> no, there's just a lot of kind of carry on during quarter time and half time and all that kind of shit. Yeah. Um, but full credit to them. Um, I saw at one of the food stands they had the mummy, um, hot dog. Oh yeah. And so that was two hot dogs in one bun with the lot essentially. And I was like, just a little nod to Shane Mumford. And I was like. Well done, well done, Giants, well done. And then after the game, you went back to King's Cross and got a little <laughs> nod to Shane Mumford. Hey, here's a double, here's a double banger for you. Well, I did see, actually, I went, I, I, you know, got my food and they were like, you know, if you if you just kind of give the wink, you get the money. <laughs> and then they give you a little baggie as well, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they make, the sure you, man. they make sure you buy the hot dog first and not the baggie <laughs> because otherwise you'll have no appetite. Yeah. They go, can, mate, you, we're fucking selling no hot dogs here. What's going on? <laughs> You pay F boss for the hot dog, but cash for the <laughs> for the extra stuff. Now Collingwood are obviously flying, as we said, but their fans. Uh, uh, I mean, it's tough with Collingwood fans because everyone loves the way that they're playing at the moment. But also, the thing that uh, undoes it is their um, Collingwood supporters, right? Yeah, yeah. But they're considering they're not happy with the treatment that Jack Gunston has been getting in the VFL. And so yep. they were wanting to, they considered a protest yep. the, uh, this, this weekend, actually, or last weekend at the MCG. This is actually quite remarkable. So Collingwood fans are considering, uh, considering a left field MCG protest as mm. early as this weekend after the treatment of Jack Ginnivan after the VFL scuffle in Sunday's game against Frankston. Pies members have grown increasingly frustrated with Ginnivan's treatment by the VFL rivals. How did he un- end up in the VFL? Like, has it been that bad? Uh, that is an excellent question. Hmm. I'm not sure whether he... Because what did he get banned for earlier in the year? He did something wrong and he kind of got dropped. I can't remember what he got, what he got suspended for. Hmm. But he spent a little bit of time in the reserves and has kind of been in and out. And also, Bobby Hill came from GWS. So they're kind of playing for the same position. Jamie Elliott's there. Yeah, They've sure. got Ash Johnson. So they've kind of got quite a few players of that ilk who've taken yeah. his position. I feel like every, I love this. every suspension nowadays is for a um, dangerous tackle. Like, no one's punching anyone anymore. Like, it's oh, that's like, disappointing, it's, isn't it? No, but it's like a dangerous tackle. I'm like, they get suspended. I'm like, I don't, I don't know how that's illegal. Like, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So uh, a Collingwood fan, Angie McCarthy, so runs a Popular Pies Facebook group. Perfect. And she told the Herald Sun on, uh, that hundreds, hundreds of Pies fans hundreds. were threatening to protest at the MCG as early as in the weekend to, you know, complain about his thing. Now, you know yeah. what I love about this is she set up a little bit of a, an event on Facebook mm-hmm. and hundreds of people have said, absolutely, I'm going. They yep. click go. And so what you realise very quickly of anyone who's ever organised anything that requires people to rock up after they've clicked go on Facebook, is that fucking no one shows up. <laughs> or I like the ones where it's like, uh, I'm interested or something. And like, that's yeah, like, yeah. that's a polite way of saying, look, I'm lending my support, but there's no fucking way I'm showing up on yeah, a Tuesday. Exactly. Um, but so this article came out late last week and the protest was supposed to happen on the weekend, clearly didn't. And so we have 
Collingwood supporters have just fucking gone, ah, I'm not, I'm not fucking going to that. What's the point? But I actually like this one. It is understood that complaints were lodged via an AFL integrity porthole that saw an integrity officer call McCarthy to clarify the nature of their complaints, the potential protest. So, so is there an integrity unit website that we can go to to lodge a very clearly false claim? Jeez, I fucking love that. I actually... Oh, we'll get the integrity unit onto a bit of stuff there. <laughs> Let me... Uh, okay, integrity uh, portal. Uh, just typing that in now. Let's find out. Um, this site allows you to make a report to the Australian Football League. Holy shit, dude. We have opened up a fucking... <laughs> Are you serious? Is that a thing? <laughs> this site will make you... Re- this site allows you to make a report to the Australian Football League relating to any allegations that may contravene the AFL rules and policies. Okay, this seems to be like a... Oh, I reckon North Melbourne have been taking unperformance-enhancing drugs integrity unit. Fucking cop that. Dude, I feel like... Well, okay, well, it, it says uh, AFL integrity at the top of it. And then you can so you think it's legit? Well, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Like it feels like I feel like I've walked into like a weird, a weird wormhole of big footy or something. But you can type in people and names and what are you reporting? When did this occur? Is it still taking place? You can provide like files. Are you seriously fucking telling me that I could fucking email the AFL? Every fucking day and just complain <laughs> about bullshit. <laughs> yeah. And let's not forget, this is the man who sent letters to the AFL about <laughs> to Hawthorne. So expect a few emails, uh, Integrity Unit. Oh, dude. Here we go. Making a complaint. Okay. Okay. There's. Okay. We're well. We've, we've, we've opened a wide door right now of how we can mm. complain to the AFL about frivolous, made up things. This is fantastic. So I'll just be putting in complaints about uh, umpires Dude, yeah. and fellow Dude, oh supporters. Yeah. This is like this is like um, you know that number that you text at the ground. Yeah, yeah. Where you're like, oh, the bloke next to me is drinking mid strength. This is like that on fucking uh, steroids. Yeah, and I and I imagine, I imagine, you know, given that they're all across it, I imagine every email goes directly to Gil. Yes. and he um will peruse each and every single one of them, and you know, take in the information and probably call you up. And find out more about it before they quickly sweep it on the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> but that, you just be like, oh, the record boy is rude to me. <laughs> uh, my crepe in the members was not warm enough. Yeah, no, that can happen. Hey, uh, football in real life? Hit me. Uh, hi, Junk Timers from Michael. Uh, I have a footballer in real life. However, sadly, it appears the cost of living crisis has gotten worse. With even fringe AFL players resorting to petty theft, theft to make ends meet. That sounds like this could be a little story for the uh, AFL integrity <laughs> unit. unit. We need yeah. the black ops on this one. Okay. I was p- picking up my son from his childcare in a leafy inner sa- south area of Melbourne. My four-year-old is doing very well. <laughs> um, and spotted ex-bomber and current demon Jake Melksham get out of his late-model SUV. To my horror, he proceeded to cross the road and steal one or two lemons off someone's tree. Jesus, this is high, big. High crimes and misdemeanors right here. Yeah, I know. To be fair, the house where the tree was situated doesn't have a front, fest, front, front mm. fence, but it seemed presumptuous to start 
trying to pull off produce without asking for permission. But here's, here's the twist. The owner appeared out of nowhere on their bike and caught Jake in the act of GTC Grand Theft Citrus. <laughs> <laughs> the worst kind. Whilst my view was obstructed, Jake appeared quite embarrassed and was feigning ignorance uh, that stealing was illegal. I presume he is now in custody waiting trial. Well, I don't think Jake Melksham has appeared in any games over the last few weeks, so perhaps that is the reason. I think he could be on Guantanamo, Guantanamo Bay right now, yeah. That makes sense, doesn't it? Like, you just go, yeah. you know, once obviously the Black Ops would have heard about that, yeah. they're just straight into it like, well, he's brought the game and Citrus into disrepute. Yeah. He cannot play for at least three weeks. I had an aunt who was fond of getting clippings off um, a great aunt who was fond of getting clippings of flowers or uh, or maybe even taking a little bit more of the plant than yep. you should because she would then try and grow it at home. And there was one time she leant over a fence and um, I wasn't there, but she leant over a fence and got entangled and actually hurt herself, like, you know, sprained her yeah, ankle. Yeah, right. And the owner came out and was like, oh, are you okay? Are you okay? And kind of became very apparent like she was leaning over the fence <laughs> trying to steal their property. <laughs> that happened to me once when I was in uh, someone's roof space and I was taking some of their plants. Uh-huh. And then, and then uh-huh. that set off a whole bunch of alarms and uh, the happen. police weren't called, but it was just like a couple of bikey clubs rocked up. <laughs> so. Hey, uh, we're going to hit the road. We are Junk Time FL Pod, Gmail, Twitter, Facebook and the Gram. Go! And don't forget about our live show Sunday, September 3rd, uh, 4 p.m. at Morris House, formerly European Beer Cafe, trybooking.com. Go bag it. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.